Welcome to QWERTY Writing Life Podcast, where we have candid chats about our creative lives. This is May. And I'm Joy. For more information about our podcast, monthly newsletter, or author resource series, visit us at QWERTYWritingLife.com. That's QWERTY, spelled Q-W-E-R-T-Y. It's the first six letters on your keyboard. So, are you ready? Grab your tea. Or your coffee. And let's chat. Hello, everyone. It's another week. Hello and welcome. Today, we're going to be talking about how to creatively redeem a time gap. And um, if you listen to our last episode, you'll know exactly why. (laughs) We'll explain (laughs) it for you a little bit later. But before we do that, let's talk about our creative weeks. Joy, what did you do? Oh, so I am, so we're recording this a little bit ahead of when you guys are going to be listening to it. So I have been working on a special short story that is going to be a brand new reader magnet for people who are interested in my books that are out, but are a little unsure if they're going to like it or not. (laughs) And so this will give a little glimpse into Carolina's Legacy Collection. So I've been working on that, and by the time you guys are listening to this, it should all be live and out and all of that. And so I will totally drop a link into the show notes once that's all ready, and hopefully it will be by this time. If not, I'll put it in there for next week's, whatever. But that is what I've been focusing on a lot. I've been learning all sorts of new things about ways to get a story out to people. Um, I've been playing around with Story Origin, which is a new um, a new company that is similar to Book Funnel, um, but offers some different things. And so I'm just learning like how to best do that and how to interact with other authors who are similar to me um, to kind of share with our audiences the works that we have. So um, this whole year, I've I started out with in January with a, a conference on collaboration, collaborating with other authors, and that's kind of been flowing into a lot of the things that I've been doing this year. Um, so it's been pretty exciting. So that's kind of my creative week in a nutshell. <laughs> uh, well, I can't wait to read it. I'm very excited about the story, and I will be getting my little grubby hands on that this weekend and doing some critique. For joy on that short story. Very exciting. Yay. Couldn't do it without <laughs> you. <laughs> so what about your creative week? Well, I was going to say that flows really well into my creative week because I've actually cre- uh, critiqued another one of Joy's short stories um, as well. And so that one is going into the collection that she's putting out into the world very, very soon. And uh, so that was um, a really enjoyable thing to do in the middle of this week that has been kind of a, a difficult one. So I loved it. Thank you for providing that enjoyment for me. <laughs> Thank you for being so amazing and for reading it and just being my cheerleader through all this and helping me be better. Yay. Yay. I know we're going to get all week. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's good. And it's so it's so nice to be able to keep my fingers in all of this writing stuff and all this creative medium things that I love and enjoy during the, the really um, hard times and, you know, um, tedious times, I think, too, where we have to be focused so much on other things and we don't get a chance to really um, to dive deep into creativity. But it just makes my heart happy to be able to do these kind of things like critique a short story and stuff every once in a while to keep up with what's going on in creativity and to remind myself that this is a season. 
and that I'll be back into it very soon. Yeah, that's so important. Definitely for every creative just to to have those reminders and because, you know, we all typically do other things. Yeah. That's right. Well, speaking of other things. (laughs) (laughs) Nice tie in. We've chosen to do a few of those as well. Uh, If you listen to our last episode, we talked about how um, we needed to pivot our pivot. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, and so we made a decision to, uh, to change just a little bit about what we were doing. We are currently and still are going to be working on our workbook, our companion workbook for finders keepers, a practical approach to find and keep your writing critique partner, which is the nonfiction book that Joy and I co-wrote together. And uh, so this workbook is our project. And for season four of the podcast, we are following along on a project and bringing you uh, observations and workshops and things like that, that um, you can use as you are working on your projects and maybe even planning your projects. So we're going to do the dirty work and the hard work for you. And then you can take all of these things and and be able to plan and schedule and make a few mistakes. (laughs) (laughs) And then share your lessons with us. (laughs) Exactly. So we're going to be able to learn from you as well. So last last episode, we talked about pivoting our pivot. So we decided that we were going to try something new on this project. That didn't work quite as well as we expected it to. However, there were aspects of it that did work well, and we discussed that last episode. But what we want to talk about this episode is we have a bit of a gap in between um, the the last workshop that we did with the work with the companion workbook and our next workshop that we're going to do with the companion workbook, which will be in person. We're very excited about that. (laughs) So we have some weeks in between there where we think we just need to kind of separate from the workbook and do something a little bit different. And that's what we're talking about, creatively redeeming a time gap. We have this time gap and we've decided to do something that we think is going to be um, a lot of fun and also will still give us forward momentum with QWERTY Writing Life as a nonfiction brand. Yeah. And also we knew that we have a responsibility to you guys with this podcast. And so that was another need to fill in this little time gap with something. Because like May said, you know, this season is all about going through that process with you guys, showing you kind of behind the scenes of working through a project as a team and what that process looks like. So we didn't want to not have something to share in our podcast episodes. So that was another reason to have something in this in-between time. Um, And, you know, it's a really good reminder that when you are pivoting, you have to take everything into consideration. Um, So as our example, you know, we had to think about our podcast and the promises that we made for our episodes for this season. Uh, We also had to think about, you know, what could we handle right now? What could we put into this time, you know, all of these little things we had to think about our lives in general, our creative lives, our work lives, our, all of those things in the time that we have. Um, so yes, when pivoting, consider everything around you. (laughs) Right. Right. And whenever we were looking at those, the promises that we made for you guys for the episodes and everything, we, we did reflect back on our fundamental standards too, to make sure that we were giving you the best service possible. And we, I mean, we had to make a decision on whether we went on hiatus for this, uh, for this time. And we just 
gave you episodes whenever we came back to the to the workbook or um, doing something that was still beneficial and meaningful that did float along with these this theme of season four as well mm-hmm. and but we both were just like you know we want to be consistent we want to give you what we promised and being you know having integrity and consistency is part of our fundamental standards and so we decided to do this also it's gonna be fun it is we're pretty excited <laughs> in case you can't tell <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So what we did was, like May said, we went back to our fundamental standards, and then we revisited our list of the individual things that we've got going on. You know, like I said before, we looked at our own responsibilities apart from one another, in addition to those responsibilities together. And then we went back to that list of possibilities, possible projects that we began the season with. We made that list, we went through that list, we... Uh, put those items on the list in order. Um, You know, we gave them an order of when we think they could be done. Um, We thought about the time that goes into all of those and everything. So we already had a really good list in an order. And we went back and we looked at our top three after the workbook, of course. And then from there, we made a decision. (laughs) So our top three choices were... Um, we wanted to focus on marketing and monetizing possibilities for party writing life. That was a choice. Mm-hmm. Another choice was audiobook preparation um, for our upcoming audiobook for Finders Keepers. And then our third choice was designing some merchandise and uh, both digital and like tangible merchandise for party writing life. So we picked one. Would you like to share? Yay, I get to share. I'm so excited. (laughs) We went with designing merch. Yay! Who doesn't like to design merch? (laughs) Exactly. And so we realized in this process, as we were making this decision, we realized that we both needed something and there were two things that we needed this this whatever this project was going to be they it had to fit in these two things after our fundamental standards obviously um it needed to be heavily creative and (laughs) bite-sized so we couldn't take on another you know huge project we really the thought of the audiobook thing for example that was going to be a lot of research. That was going to be a lot of looking into, do we need to do vocal training? Like, how does that work? How do we do this? And it was just going to be so much more research. Um, both of the others would require a lot more time outside of our allotted hour or so per week together. Um, and we just couldn't do that right now. So. Right. Right. And we want to do really good things in those areas, too, and to, and to hold, uphold our fundamental standards in those areas, too. Yeah. And if we would have cut this down, if we would have chose, for example, audiobook preparation uh, for that, we would have done the research. But then we would have had to have actually implemented the exercises, like the vocal exercises and things like that. Mm-hmm. Audiobook narration is it's a skill. It's like a talent and a skill that you have to learn and you have to um, you practice and in order to do it really, really well and to do it right. And we want to do that for you. And we also think that's probably going to help us on our podcast too, as we speak 
to you lovely people. <laughs> so, uh, so it's going to be a little bit more, and we know nothing about that. And as far as marketing and monetizing, there's just so much of that we, we, we know, we know some, but we also, there's so much more that we don't know. But as far as designing some merchandise, Joy and I both have graphic design experience and we think that we're going to be able to pull together some really cool graphics for merchandise in a, in a timely manner and also um, be able to pick out like some ideas about what kind of merchandise we're going to share. Now, this will not be like research and everything into how we're going to get it into your hands. We're going to make sure that we have good quality designs and ideas for what kind of things we want to offer first before we start looking at stools. Yeah, and this is something, too, that, like we said, with the bite-sized thing, you know, obviously we're not taking this through to setting up a shop or anything at this point. What mm -hmm. we're doing is just getting some designs on off the ground and in the queue, so to speak. Um, so this is something that we can touch now and then come back to. So this isn't like the workbook where we really do kind of just have to keep working until we get to publication. You know, it's not something like that. Um, this is something that we can actually come back and forth to here and there. Right. This is something that we can do virtually where we're sharing a screen. We can say, move this over to the left a little or something like that. And it's something that we can mimic an in-person situation much better than the other op options as well. Yeah. Yeah. When you're mm -hmm. dealing with like, you know, which word are we going to use? It can feel a little tedious, especially when you're not in person and this doesn't feel that tedious like may was saying so no this yeah. kind of feels like fun it feels yeah. like um it feels like an extracurricular activity <laughs> yeah and so i will tell y'all just from my point of view we we've gotten to do this once we've had one work session together on this and it was just such a delightful thing to do in the middle of the day it was it was fun it was just fun it wasn't I don't know. It didn't feel as heavy and it was just nice. And then I was able to go into the rest of my day and do all the things that I had to do without being, you know, I still had brain cells. <laughs> or at least I felt like I did. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know, the workbook is a really big responsibility. And whenever we do other like publications and even this, even this podcast, it feels like a really big responsibility because if someone takes our advice and then it doesn't work out, if we didn't express that advice very well, or if we didn't give a disclaimer that this is our opinion and everybody is different and I'm like all of this kind of stuff, uh, it feels like we could actually hurt somebody or harm somebody unintentionally uh, instead of help. Nobody's going to get hurt from a graphic <laughs> from, a, from a pretty graphic. You know, like this feels like the, the pressure is lifted a little bit in this particular project because this could not hurt anyone. Let's hope not. <laughs> yeah, let's, I mean, like what you do with your t-shirts or, you know, your business. But <laughs> it won't be because we made something in the in a graphic design program. <laughs> and you bought the t-shirt. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if that, I don't know if that makes any sense. <laughs> The other things feel weightier. Yeah, like it's just, yeah. it's different. Anyway. Yeah, the other things feel weightier. That's an excellent way to put that. Thank you. <laughs>
So, well, we have actually three things, three kind of tips, takeaway tips for you guys from this experience that we've been through. And we're going to share those with you. So just kind of summing up some of what we've already said. First of all, when you have a time gap and you're considering your options, go to your fundamental standards first to help you whittle down the choices. Fundamental standards helped us to quickly make our decision. So that initial decision of hiatus, do random podcast episodes, or stick to our promise of, you know, project-focused episodes. Going to our fundamental standards, we were able to make that decision very quickly. Great. And we were also able to make that decision very quickly because we already had a list of projects that we had made. So if you have not made a list of projects, I would probably compare those or combine those two things. Have a list of projects that you're interested in doing and then also have your fundamental standards right there and find out which ones are going to be your options that match your fundamental standards. So if you have not chosen or made a list of potential projects, then we encourage you to do that. And we actually give you some tips on that in episode one of this season, um, which is choosing your next project. I had to look back at the title of it, but we'll have that in the show notes for you guys. Um, so if you are, if you haven't made a list of projects and you're looking for a little advice and tips and tricks on that, then head back to that episode. Right. Right. So our second tip is to be honest with yourself and your creative partner. So there's two two parts to that, yourself and your creative partner. Don't forget one of those. (laughs) So you want to try not to isolate the decision to only your creative life, but you want to consider where you are in other aspects of your life as well and to protect your overall mental health, or we might say sanity. compartmentalizing is like a survivor's tool and is necessary in some situations, but try to open up the box and pop your head out to view the emotional and physical health of of the other parts of your life as well. And I say that, um, I think this is probably something that I wrote in here because I do this. It's like, I will compartmentalize. I will only consider one thing. And I I think we did a really good job in making this decision about like what our our little bite-sized project is going to be. I thought we did a really good job about identifying what's going on in our personal lives as well as our creative lives before we we embarked on that. And I think that you can hear the joy in our voice as well when we talk about that because we've we've considered both the, the... external responsibilities that we have as well as our creative um, situation too. Yeah. And that leads into the third thing. And this, this really, you know, they go hand in hand and, well, I think this is just a more detailed understanding of what we just talked about. So don't box yourselves into that compartmentalized mindset. Um, when we made this joint decision, we had to consider those personal creative projects, our personal and professional needs, our emotional needs. Don't forget that part. I think that's something that I often Mm -hmm. forget. Um, Both of us needed to have something happy, fun, rejuvenating, and personal creativity boosting. So this actually, I feel like, you know, this creative little hit in the middle of the week together boosts my other creativity and projects. Um, And it does that instead of bogging ourselves down with further research like we talked about or other projects that would just require us to extend ourselves beyond that one hour or so a week of collaboration time that we actually have. You know, we have to be mindful of the time boundaries that we set. You know, we both said, hey, 
we're in the season where this is what we got and we got to work with that. <laughs> and so, you know, once you make that decision, you have to honor it, you know, for yourself and for, for your creative partner, if you're working with someone, definitely. Yeah. Very well said. Yeah. Well, said. Yeah. well, I think that's pretty much it. And I think we're ready for a challenge. Do you think so? Yeah. I think so too. So go redeem your time gap if you have one and, um, and maybe use some of these tips to do so. Um, but yeah, our, our QWERTY challenge is, do you happen to have a creative time gap coming up? <laughs> if so, how will you fill it? Um, if you're unsure, we want to challenge you to one, go back to your fundamental standards and to remember what's most important to you. Two, we want you to look uh, at your project list and focus on the top ones. Then three, we want to honestly evaluate your time that you have in all aspects of your life. And if you're working with a partner, then that would include them as well. And then four, choose a project that honors your fundamental standards and moves your soul and fits into the season of your life that you're in right now. Yay. Yeah? Yes. That's so exciting. <laughs> So okay. we have a do question have for you. Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> so I hope you do all that. And that's, you know, that's the most important thing. But have you faced time gaps in your creative life before? Have you had a similar situation to what we were dealing with? We would like to know how did you handle them? Do you have tips from your experience that you could share with us? Um, if so, please drop us a line, QWERTYWritingLife at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. We want to know what you've learned along the way and how you fill creative time gaps in your lives. Yeah, and we also want to like preemptively thank you for being a part of the conversation. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, we hope you guys have a fantastic week. Yeah. And go make something. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. We hope this episode encouraged you. Like all creatives, we thrive on consumer recommendations. So please consider leaving us a review and sharing our podcast with your creative friends. If you'd like to continue this conversation, visit us on our website at QWERTYWritingLife.com or on Instagram at QWERTYWritingLife.